You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadine Bible Reading Plan and Charles River Church. To have your own copy of this reading plan sent straight to your inbox, you can sign up at charlesriver.lmd.church. For more information about Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Psalm 47 through 50, 70 verses today. To the choir master, a psalm of the sons of Korah, Psalm 47. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. He subdued peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob whom he loves. Selah. God has gone out with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a psalm. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people gather as the people of the God of Abraham. For the shield of all the earth belongs to God. He is highly exalted. A song. A psalm of the sons of Korah. Psalm 48. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain. Beautiful in elevation is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within her citadels, God has made himself known as a fortress. For behold, the kings assembled. They came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there. Anguish, as of a woman in labor. By the east wind you shattered the ships of Tarshish, as we have heard so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God will establish forever. Selah. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple, as your name, O God, so you praise, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about in Zion, Go around her, number her towers, consider well her ramparts. Go through her citadels, that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide us forever. To the choir master, a psalm of the sons of Korah, Psalm 49. Hear this, all peoples. Give ear, all inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak wisdom. The meditation of my heart shall be understanding. I'll incline my ear to a proverb. I'll solve my riddle to the music of the lyre. Why should I fear in times of trouble, when the iniquity of those who cheat me surrounds me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of the abundance of their riches? Truly no man can ransom another, or give God the price of his life, for the ransom of their life is costly and can never suffice, that he should live on forever and never see the pit. For he sees that even the wise die, The fool and the stupid alike must perish and leave their wealth to others. 
Their graves are their homes forever, their dwelling places to all generations, though they called lands by their own names. Man in his pomp will not remain. He is like the beasts that perish. This is the path of those who have foolish confidence. Yet after them people approve of their boasts. Selah. Like sheep they are appointed for Sheol. Death shall be their shepherd, and the upright shall rule over them in the morning. Their forms shall be consumed in Sheol with no place to dwell. But God will ransom my soul from the power of Sheol, for he will receive me. Selah. Be not afraid when a rich man when, when a man becomes rich, when the glory of his house increases, for when he dies, he will carry nothing away, his glory will not go down after him. For though while he lives he counts himself blessed, and though you get praise when you do well for yourself, his soul will go down to the generation of his fathers, who will never again see light. Man in his pomp, yet without understanding, is like the beasts that perish. A Psalm of Asaph, Psalm 50 The Mighty One, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes, he does not keep silence. Before him is a devouring fire, around him a mighty tempest. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Selah. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your fold. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the hills. And all that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you, for the world and its fullness are mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving, and perform your vows to the Most High, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate discipline and you cast my words behind you. If you see a thief, you're pleased with him, and you keep company with adulterers. You give your mouth free rein for evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I've been silent. You thought that I was one like yourself, but now I rebuke you and lay the charge before you. Mark this, then, you who forget God lest I tear you apart and there be none to deliver. The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. Today we start with Psalm 47 with a joyful song of praise where the, the songwriter is inviting those who are reading and those who are hearing to join in him and to, to, to celebrate the fact that God is God and he is our God. He is the most high God and he is to be feared, but that is something to celebrate because he is ours and we are his. 
We are his chosen heritage. He reigns over all the nations, sits on his holy throne, and people gather together because he sh the, the shields of the earth belong to him. Again, he talks about the fact that God is associated with shields. He's the defender. He's the one who, who, uh, who saves. He's the one who protects. And he is our God. And he's the God of the whole earth. He's not a regional God who can have some power in Israel, but is weak to do that, to, to have that same power anywhere else. No, he's the God of the whole earth. And then we move on and in Psalm 48, God is greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the holy mountain. So he, he's, he's talking in, in a time where uh, Jerusalem is established and and we've seen throughout the story so far that there were times where nations would come against Jerusalem and God would send them away in terror. And he's kind of reflecting and meditating on that and the fact that God is is so powerful, all powerful in that. And that he's chosen Jerusalem for his place, for as the place where his name is to dwell. And, and he goes on in, in verse 9, he talks about, we've thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of of your temple, that connection point between heaven and earth, between the heavenly temple we talked about a little bit yesterday, and the earthly temple, where there's this sort of, uh, it's kind of, uh, the best word I can think of is a portal, which connects both heaven and earth, where the Lord dwells both in heaven and on earth in that temple. And we've thought on his steadfast love there, and, and just how wonderful and righteous and good he is. And he tells people to go walk around Zion. Go number her towers. Go and then and then meditate on these things so that you can tell it to the next generation that this is God. And he's going to guide us forever. And we go on to Psalm 49 and, and, uh, and Psalm 50, which Psalm 49 is this... It's almost a proverb of a song because he, he talks about it. He, he, he starts it off by saying, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work through some stuff here. I'm gonna, uh, let, let's, let's consider some things. Incline my ear to a proverb. I'll solve this riddle to the sound, to the music of a lyre. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to so solve a riddle through this song. Why should I fear in times of trouble when the iniquity of those who cheat me surround me? So I'm, I, I'm not denying the fact that, that bad things are happening. Bad men are doing bad things. But why should I fear during those times? And then he goes on and, and talks about how I, I, the wise die and the foolish die, the rich die and the poor die. No matter how much money you had when you died, you can't bring it with you. And so you're foolish to just work to make money and to establish yourself here on earth without considering what comes next. So don't be afraid when a man becomes rich and when the glory of his house increases. Because when he dies, he can carry nothing away. His glory is going to go down. His glory will not go down after him. While he counts himself blessed while he's alive. And, and if you count yourself blessed as you're alive, your soul is going to the generation of your fathers. You're going to end up in the grave. And from the grave, it is only the Lord who can do anything to save you out of that. And so he's, he's solving this, this riddle, even though I'm seeing these terrible things, if I just put a little perspective on it and realize that this, this life is not, that this life is not eternity. And the best way that I can live my life today is to seek the Lord continually, regardless of circumstances. 
And he goes on in, in Psalm 50, and it's similar. Similar to, to 49, where he's, he's talking about the, the righteous and the unrighteous. Uh, but the, the theme of 50, though, is that God doesn't want your religious rituals. He wants your heart. I'm not going to accept bulls from your house or goats from your folds. Every beast of the forest is already mine. The cattle on a thousand hills. I don't need your sacrifices. What, what do you think? I'm hungry? I don't eat like you. I don't. I'm not one of these these pagan gods that you have to continually feed and, and do things to. I offer your sacrifice with thanksgiving. That, that you get to be in communion with me. Offer to God a, a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows, perform your vows to the Most High, and call upon my, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, "What right do you, what right have you to recite, recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. You see a thief, and you're pleased with him, and you keep company with adulterers." You give your mouth free reign for evil and your tongue frames deceit. You speak against your own brother. You've done these things and I've been silent. You thought that I was like you. You thought that I was evil. You thought that I was that I was okay with evil. I, I'm not like that. That's not why I, I made this world. I made this world for shalom. But now I rebuke you and lay the charge before you. So... It's a word of warning towards the, the wicked, but that word of warning towards the r- wicked should serve to comfort the righteous, those who are seeking the Lord continually. And so as we wrap up today, I would ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell us about who God is and what he wants, what he desires for his world, what he desires for you? What is it that this section of scripture tells you about yourself? Are you that one who is who is piling up riches and and seeking to establish yourself here and now without considering, really considering, the fact that we will live eternally. And finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.